So sometimes I feel like kind of like Truman Showish. If you've never seen the Truman Show, I really recommend that you watch it. It's a pretty wild ride. But like, all right, so for today, for example, I was going home from work and I'm standing at the bus line and it's huge. Like this bus line is way long. There's no way I'm going to get a seat on the bus and it's late. So I'm like thinking to myself, maybe there's a train I can catch. And I look and I'm at Port Authority, which is like 10 blocks away from the train station. And it's uh, whatever it was, 5.51. And the train left at 6.03 or 6.04. Whatever it was, I don't remember the exact time, but I know I had not, not seven minutes to get there once I exited the uh, station. And I got on the unicycle and I kind of, you know, roughed it, so to speak, you know, against traffic to this train station. And I made it just as the door closed. So now I'm standing there. And this is where I mean, like, Truman Show. Like, everyone's looking at me weird, like... Almost like, who is this guy, and how is, how is he here? Some people, like, looking at me awkwardly. And then other people are looking at me with a smile, like, oh, he made it. Like, it's almost like they're telling me without saying it. And the other people are saying, like, who is this guy without saying it. It just felt really, really strange. So, like, I wasn't supposed to be on that train because I was supposed to, like, wait for the bus or miss the train or whatever it was. But I was, and I made it. And, I mean, I'm home. I'm safe. We're cool. But, like, it's really, really, like, trippy, weird feeling, like, knowing that. And you could clearly see the confirmation on the people's faces that that's what they're like exuding the energy of saying you know it was strange so it's about 1 30 now um eastern standard time on uh bank street where i work on banks with financials and money um but this is my daily restaurant routine when i go over things in my pretend restaurant that i never worked at and don't work at now um i get a text message this morning in the form of a picture so I couldn't record this episode about an hour ago because that's when I wanted to but now it gives me much more content to do so the imaginary text message was from Beck and it was a picture of about half a case of three quarters of a case of romaine lettuce with a text message that said 600 covers this is all the romaine we have for the day now I don't know if you guys ever worked in a restaurant I certainly haven't but that's not enough romaine lettuce for 600 people I know that as a banker you know so I'm thinking, oh my God, somebody fucked up the produce order. But then I think I thought about who the fuck did the produce order? Oh man, it was me. But wait a minute. I remember specifically ordering romaine, clearly. But on the order guide that we do it, we do it like in an, in an archaic fashion, like we do pencils and paper still because it's 2023 and we don't have computers. But after the pen and, paste, pen and, after the pen and paper, or pencil and paper, we go to a computer, oh wait, hang on, we do, and then we put it in the computer. So we do it twice, just to make sure that we put it in correctly. Now when we put it in the computer, we have to circle the number on the paper so to signify that we've put it in. Because if, you know, just printing the order after you put it in doesn't justify it. And I didn't do that because we're doing it in three different other ways, so boom, that's my mistake. Because I definitely remember ordering romaine. Because it was two, three, three cases of romaine and three cases of iceberg, but then I doubled back and I put two cases of iceberg because I remember that there is one in a different part of the walk-in. That's neither here nor there. I just remember visually placing the order and clicking place order. Now, when I had done this yesterday, which should have told me that something is fucked up, was Beck texted me and said, who ordered 21 cases of limes? And I was like, what the fuck? So I go to the order and I look at it. And sure enough, 21 cases of limes were ordered. I didn't check for the romaine and, and the other stuff that apparently wasn't there. I just looked at the limes, called the company, and said, don't send me the limes. Long story short, you know, 
here I am on my day off talking about phone call that I got from work, which I love, by the way. I love getting phone calls about, about work on my day off because if I didn't, that means they didn't need me. And in this case, most of the time, I get phone calls not congratulating me on my good performance, but like saying, what the fuck's my romaine lettuce? Just like, where the fuck are my food runners to start this morning? Well, I'm sorry I didn't put the goddamn thing in hot schedules. I can't I access hot schedules from my phone. I got to do it from my computer. But I was ma- masturbating, so I couldn't fucking actually use the computer because I was using my phone. I'm kidding. I wasn't masturbating. But I still didn't have an- answer, my access to my computer. You know what I mean? Anywho, it's not a, it's not a fun word to, to hear, right? Masturbating is kind of strange. But it's kind of cool because everyone does it. Don't fucking lie. I know you do. Shut up. Just wash your hands afterwards. Anyway, um, so that's how it started. So now this is what I was going with this episode is sometimes you get like like unexpectedly pleasant surprises from the crazy, craziest areas. So like yesterday, for example, I had to open the restaurant because the night before I had to close the restaurant and I had to count the whole thing. So when we do inventory, we count all the products that are on the shelves. Then we put it into a computer that says how much products we bought, how much products we sold, and how much products we still have. Now, if you just took the computer and just took that whole middle part out of it, the, the most annoying part of everything, the inventory part, and you just said how much products did we uh, order, how much did we sell, okay, cool. So that, that's our inventory. So it's called a running inventory, which means that we always have a certain amount of product on hand, but we know the track record of the product going in and out because we could do purchases versus sales. So unless there's a big discrepancy in purchases versus sales, we don't have to do inventory, really, because I can see that there's four gallons of milk there on the shelves. If I order 10 gallons of milk and sold five gallons of milk and I only have four gallons of milk, there's one gallon of milk missing. Where did it go? Who knows? And we won't know until we do run the report and it says, you're short on milk. Wow, how much short? $3,000 billion. Oh my God, we should probably look into this and somebody go count the milk. Then somebody goes one, two, three, and four. Oh, there's only four. We're good. We don't have three billion. It's just four. We're only missing one gallon. Okay, cool. So you see, that's, that's like an inventory after we've already f- figured out the discrepancy. The problem is, is that, you know, you can only run inventory. You can only know that there's a discrepancy after you've run inventory. But when we count it, it's the same fucking thing. We don't know that there's a discrepancy until we count the inventory and find out there's a discrepancy. Okay, maybe the discrepancy is found out two weeks before, but it's never been that bad to where we have to like freak out and go crazy over shit. But okay, fine, but we'll do inventory all the time. So I have to close it and then I have to open it. And we have to open the inventory with reconciliation, which is, you know, backing up those human error percentage of counts that we do archaically, like on a piece of paper, which is the most retarded thing nowadays because it's not the 1980s. And we have to see who did what. So if somebody accidentally put 50 cases of flour instead of 50 pounds of flour, we now have an extra $13 of flour. Wow, big deal. If somebody put uh, 50 cases of ribeyes, versus one ribeye, then we have a huge discrepancy and that's easier, easier to fix because there's a report that tells you that. Again, if we didn't have inventory, there would still be a report to tell us that on a day-to-day basis. But okay, I'm done ranting about how much I love inventory. So I had to open it. So maybe when I was putting in a produce order, I was kind of tired and I didn't really see that I ordered 21 cases of limes, but I specifically fucking remember ordering lettuce and corn, which weren't on the order guide. Great. So yesterday, Bobby, knowing that I had to close and open an inventory, knowing that I had to be there at 7.30, showed up earlier than the time I told him to come. Now, usually on certain days when I know it's slow and the schedule says 3 p.m., I'll text Bobby and I'll be like, hey, come in at 4. It's okay. That extra hour of nothing going on, I could handle. And sure enough, I did because the orders were already played. I had already done the quote-unquote fuck-up before that. So by the time Bobby got there, I was planning on being finished with everything and just waiting for him, not waiting for him, but like you're pretty much waiting for him, like either on the line, in the office, wherever I would be. But he showed up three, uh, half an hour early, 
almost 40 minutes early. And I told him, what are you doing here? And he goes, oh, I had nothing to do at my house. And that's, a, that's what I love about Bobby. That's what I love about our whole team, actually. Our whole team will do that. We'll never call you out and say, listen, I came in early because I felt bad that you had to be here early. I figured maybe I'll give you an extra half an hour off. That's exactly why Bobby came in early because nobody has nothing to do at home. If you're at home and you're getting paid no matter what, like salary, and you're not going to show up to work early unless you are stuck in the city and you have to, unless whatever, it is, whatever reason it is, you just don't come in early. I mean, there's no point. And I wouldn't be mad at you if I didn't because I'm the one that told you to come in before. But Bobby, knowing that, came in early. Maybe he really did have nothing to do. I have a doubt, though. I'm pretty sure he did it because out of the kindness of his heart, honestly. And I think that's one thing that I could say for everybody that I work with in terms of management anyway, that we are all nice to each other when, it needs, when we need it. So, for example, this morning, after we went through the whole tit and tat with Beck and I about this fucking thing, he said to me that... I should once again use this program called Shit Bloats. Shit Bloats. Shit Bloats is a program that is designed for everyone to look at the same thing at the same time and post messages live and see them live and blah, blah, blah. Basically, it's called text messaging, but in a different way. It's called flex messaging, okay? And we have to now, if I didn't have this on my phone or before me having this on my phone, we had to log on to a computer, remember yet another password. If we got it wrong, then we had to log into our email, remember, blah, 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 blah. there's this whole fucking process that one is not a reminder to me every day because it's not on the home screen on my phone. Two, it's annoying because I could just text you, hi, he's working for this guy, done, if I don't have access to hot schedules on my um, telephone. I mean, I do, but not full access. It's fucking weird. But no, we have to go through a specific fucking thing, blah, 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 blah. I never used it. And Beck loves it. Corporate loves it because why shouldn't they? Everybody messages them about everything specifically without them having to lift a finger. Well, great. That's wonderful. I don't. I like to do that because I have a text message for that. I could just text Beck, yo, Beck, so-and-so is working for so-and-so tomorrow. Or, yo, Bobby, so-and-so is working for so-and-so tomorrow. I'm sorry that, that so-and-so is a fucking idiot and it doesn't know what the word you're working for this guy tomorrow means, but it is what it is. DM, never fucking changing another shift for you ever again. Screw you, dude. Fuck, that's bullshit. Anyway, so he sends me, Beck sends me the shortcut to this little thing there. Now, now I don't have to log into an email on a phone and you, you, gotta, you talk to Poncho about where the fuck the hill is with the smoke signals that I got to send to corporate. I don't have to worry about it. I can just click it on my phone and boom. And then Beck sends to me this message. He goes, why? I don't know why I have to say it like 10 times. And I send him another message back. Well, you don't have to say it 10 times. All you had to do the first time was just send me that shortcut. Because sometimes we don't sync up mentally and you have to like give us a nudge, us meaning the three of us that don't use shift notes because it's stupid. And I'm not the only one that thinks so. Sometimes you have to use a little mental nudge. An action of sending a fucking shortcut to a website it speaks way more loudly than 10 times of saying, please use this. Or use this, goddammit. So <laughs> Mac texts me back. He goes, I don't give a fuck about how people synchronize. <laughs> I love like talking to him like all like parent-like and philosophical-like when he's mad because he just doesn't want to hear it. Nobody does, but I mean, that's what I do. I push buttons. Yeah, I've been fired for it before. Go fuck yourself. Not you, Beck, I'm just saying. The other people that have not as much patience as you have. But so, although he is right, he shouldn't give a fuck about it. And he goes, I don't give a fuck about people syncing up mentally. I said, you shift notes, it should have been used. And I was like, yeah, well, here we are though, you know? So, <laughs> long story short, there's certain things that people will provide because they know that it'll put you in a better mood, right? So I'd send the same shortcut to, to Captain, to Jap, no. Jesus Christ, Jammy, not Jappy, I almost said Jappy, what the fuck is Jappy, anyway, I uh, sent a shortcut to Jammy, and I sent a shortcut to Bobby, and I said shortcut to 
um, happy, happy, happy is a guy that works with us. He is always in good spirits, always happy, and he brings happiness to everyone around him. That is why I call him happy. His name is actually Robert, Robert Beringsworth. Okay, but that's happy. Like, I know I use the real name here, guys. Don't fucking sue me. Sorry, Robert, but you're you are now happy. Okay, so to Bobby and to uh, Jamie, I sent it uh, via phone with the name Bex Sanity. So they got an app that says shortcut to the app is called Shit Bloats that actually says Bex Sanity, right? And because Happy's new, I sent it to him as a regular shortcut. <laughs> so then. Jamie knows that I'm off today, and he knows that I probably sent him that Beck's sanity for a reason because, you know, he's testing my sanity, so I have to, you know, make this app. So he asked me, what is this? And I sent him a picture of, I mean, I told him what it was, and I know that you don't like to use this archaic bullshit fucking system, and that we could just text message just, just how I feel, same way he feels, but, you know, I said so. So then in response to this, not like, okay, not like, yeah, whatever, he sends me a picture and I'm not going to talk about this picture much, but let's just say that it put me in a fucking amazing mood. And Jamie knew that this was going to put me in an amazing mood, just like Bobby knew that I would like him coming in early, even though I didn't ask him to. And that's what I mean about, like, cool things in unexpected places. Sometimes when you people that you work with or you're around that usually don't provide those that sense, like, they're not always a comic relief. They're not always a shoulder to cry on. They're not always the mentor that you need. But once in a while, when you really, really need or could use some sort of a boost, whether it be laughter, whether it be motivation, whatever, an example of something to do. They provide it for you when you don't expect it and least of all ask for it. So just, you know, be grateful for the people in your lives. And when they do do these things, make sure you make a podcast with an episode, give them all fake names and talk about it. All right, peace out.